Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Mary and Tom Show. I'm Tom. I'm Mary. This is our show. We have a new game that just came out, don't we, Mary? We sure do. Operation Unthinkable, Churchill's World War Three. That's by designer Tony Bomba. It's a hypothetical game based on, as you might guess, Churchill's plan to attack Soviet Russia at the end of World War Two, thus beginning World War Three. And I really like this game. I like this game a lot. I mean, we published it, but, you know, there are some games that you play just to experience the history or the alternate history in this case, where, you know, you're getting the experience of the history through the game. It's more for the theme. And then there are games that you play more as a competitive experience. And this really kind of checks off both boxes because you have a lot of theme, a pretty plausible version of, of how this campaign may have gone down, or rather what the parameters would be for such a campaign. Because really, every time you play the game, it can be different. And that's what makes it such a good game competitively. Now, it's a game that you can solo very well. You know, you can play both sides. There's no hidden information, so that's perfectly fine. But I think it's a game that's really going to sing like in a competitive head-to-head -head setting. Uh, I can even see it being like a tournament game. Both the sides play differently and have different tools available to them, but you're never locked into playing a certain style or a certain way. There are some games where you need to play a certain side this way in order to be successful or that way in order to be successful, and it's not the case here. You have a lot of flexibility as to how you want to approach it. Every strategy that you have has some trade-offs built, built into it and create some vulnerabilities that your opponent can exploit. So the the result is that, you know, good play, you know, making a good move is really contextual. It really depends on what your opponent has done, what you're doing in reaction to it. That's something that I really love in games and in playing games. And that's one reason why I'm really excited about this one. And you should be too. You should buy it. Should they buy it, Mary? They sure should. In fact, we have 14 other games they should buy as well. Yeah. You, you can buy more than one copy. You can buy like two copies of each. We would be totally okay with that. That yep. would not be a problem. No problem. And all the stuff that Operation Unthinkable does, it, it does in the space of three to four hours. So it's actually really manageable. So you can play in an afternoon with someone. You know, three to four hours isn't really a long time for war gamers. We were talking to a couple of friends over the weekend. We had uh, a bunch of friends over for my annual sausage fest. That's where I cook sausages and then people eat them. And I, I say annual, but we did it like once before in 2013. And this is the second time we've done it. So it's been four years. It was supposed to be annual and I kind of lost track of time, but... Maybe we'll have another one in four years. I'm hoping to have another one next year. The only thing is we don't eat a whole lot of meat now. Yeah. We were eating a lot more, not a lot more, but we were eating meat more frequently back then, I think, than we are now. I don't even think we were eating it that frequently back then. Yeah. Or less frequently than other people. Yeah, because we still don't eat it very frequently at all. I mean, we generally don't have meat for dinner or anything, just you well, know, once in a blue moon. Yeah, we don't have meat around the house. No. Except for now that we had a sausage fest. We had no. sausage fest. Now we have sausages left that we got to cook through. Occasionally you'll buy bacon. Occasionally. Bacon's nice. Bacon's my friend. Yeah, I don't think the pig was... 
too happy about that. Oh, you had a vegetarian sausage. I had vegetarian sausages, yes. Yeah. Which were actually pretty good. Yeah, they're usually pretty dry, but these ones weren't. Yeah, the tofurkey ones were not dry. Not not like those other ones, which were far more expensive. I can't remember what they were. Yeah, I don't remember. It was 2013. I, yeah. I, I, I don't remember half the stuff happened in 2013. Yeah. We, we ran all around trying to find these expensive... Well, we didn't know they were expensive. We didn't know they were expensive. So, someone had requested particular vegetarian sausages. So I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm sure we'll do that. We're getting fancy sausages elsewhere. You know, we got some beef first the, the first time. Yeah. That was the one that was white and had no flavor. I was like, oh, wow, I'm glad this was more expensive than the other sausage. You know, I'm generally a bratwurst kind of guy, I think. Vice first. But we were talking to a couple of our friends who play board games. But they play more Euro games. And uh, one of our friends was explaining that, you know, generally the, the time frame that they want to play games in is like 45 minutes to an hour. Once you get to two hours, it's like really kind of brain burning and more stressful than, than what they wanted out of a game. Well, it wasn't both of them. Yeah. No, it was the one. And, yeah. And, but, and because the other one said that he would play longer. <laughs> I don't know how long, but much longer. Because... <clears throat> I know he said he never played 18xx. I didn't hear yeah. the whole conversation of he was wanting to play 18xx and just didn't have people he, around to do it. Yeah, or he knows about them, but I don't think he really wants to play them. Yeah, I don't think he cares that much yeah. whether he plays them or not. Because, you know, I enjoy the 18xx. We we have 1830, which we played it, what, two or three times? Yeah. You know, we always had to find new people to play it with because after we're done playing it once, they're like, I, I don't... Yeah, they never want to play it this, again. This was six hours of my life. But it was fun, right? No. <laughs> well, the first time, it took seven hours, and we only got halfway through. Mm-hmm. And now we have, actually, like, four other 18xx games mm -hmm. that we've never got on the table. Those are in the Winston set. Yep. No. So eventually we'll find people to play them with. But they are long games. They do take a long time. But they're only long in, in that context. So I would never end up playing like a really heavy war game with a really long running time, like World in Flames, yeah. where, where you're measuring it in days rather than hours. That doesn't seem like the kind of thing that I would ever be able to do. Just I don't even have the, not just the time, I don't even have the, the table space to play something like that and leave it set up, uh, because I'm, I'm pretty sure Monster would... Monster would start playing. Yeah, she's one of our cats. And uh, she would very quickly make uh, quick work of the axis. Oh, she's really fast. Yeah. Yeah, she plays those things so fast. Yeah, she's really good at eliminating the unit, just get yeah. them right off the table. Yeah. At the same time, you get people who put in 50, 60 hours into a video game. <laughs> or 100. I'm not, I'm not specifically talking about you, Mary, but, but I mean... I think you've, you've racked up at least that much in one of the Fallout games. Probably. Or all, all the Fallout games. Yeah. Well, that one I had all the um, the extras. Mm -hmm. So I was doing all the extras on top of doing all the side missions in that. Yeah. On, uh, in the base game. Yeah, you have a lot more patience for that stuff than I do. Because, you know, generally I, I can't play... I don't really get into the open world games as much, where you're going around, wandering around, getting quests. I tend to play stuff that's more linear, 
uh, just so that I have a like a shorter period of time. Or when I play a game like Fallout, I tend to stick to the main quest more or less, unless I don't have enough levels to pr proceed. I think I need to level up or whatever, get more loot. But I, I tend to stick with the main quest line. I don't tend to explore every little nook and cranny. But I think something with those kind of longer games, you know, you get attached to them, you get attached to the character to a degree. It, I think the time you spend with them kind of creates meaning. You know, who's that director, Mary, the Russian one? You know, you never give me any details. Uh, I'm giving you details. Hang on. Um, the Russian director. The Russian director who did um, the film about the painter and the science fiction film about the guy who was sad for four hours in the space Tarkovsky? station. Tarkovsky, yes. He, he had this quote, which was, uh, you know, making movies is, is, is sculpting in time, which is really kind of highfalutin sounding kind of thing he would say. But, I mean, I think, I think that does have uh, some resonance there. I see the appeal of, like, longer board games for, for that reason. You know, you get really attached to the game, you're really getting into the game, really immersed in the, in the, in the experience. I, I just, I can't do that for whatever reason. You know, I'm kind of okay with, you know, a two-hour two game, a three-hour game, or whatnot. Yeah, I don't want to, I don't think I want to sit there playing a four- or five-hour game. I'll play two or three games in that period, but I don't think I want to concentrate on one game. Yeah. Now, board games are different. Yeah. That a Euro game that's four or five hours long. Oh, yeah, well, that would be a completely different yeah. story. I know we were worried when we were getting Dynasty ready uh, because it's about a three-hour game, you know, and it's kind of like in the middle between being a Euro game and a war game, so it's either a short war game or a long Euro game, depending on your perspective there. I think it's going to do well, you know. It's coming out next month, guys. But, um, you know, that's something that we were kind of concerned about. And we're looking at, like, how, how can we maybe make this shorter? And we talked with Richard about it, and uh, he had a couple ideas. But in the end, we're like, well, you know, the, the game has a certain arc. It has a certain uh, experience, and three hours is about right for that. So the timing mechanism that's there is right for what the game is. So, you know, we end up just going with it as is, as far as that goes. Uh, but hopefully people will be able to get it on the table and enjoy it. It's a really enjoyable game. I enjoy it. Yep. Dynasty is kind of that Euro war game hybrid. Hopefully get people into that a bit more so they can kind of, you know, they'll, they'll buy Dynasty, enjoy Dynasty, and you know, hopefully buy some of our other stuff. You know, our best-selling product is Infamous Traffic, and we got a lot of people who bought that who didn't necessarily buy our, like, core war games because they don't have as much interest in that as they do in the economics thing. So something like Dynasty hopefully has more of that crossover appeal. Was that it? Bye, everybody. Bye.